Bonjour, dear friends, bonsoir. Welcome to JCB Live. We're going to travel today from the UK to where she was born in Spain, to Bordeaux, France and Burgundy, and of course, Napa Valley. Dear friends, we're going to be meeting a very talented lady that was born in the egg, as all of us, and meant to do what she's doing. And you will see, she's a true talent. Master of wine, the director of one of the most flourishing, successful wine company in the world. She's gorgeous. She has red hair. It's going to look beautiful within the contrast of the feather. And she knows wine better than me. And she's my goddaughter. Can you believe that? Yes, my goddaughter. Because she entered our brotherhood as early as the mid-1990s. And we've been friends since that time. So her name is Claire Tooley, one of the most famous names in the world of wine. And she loves pink bubbles more than I do. She takes bath with it. She treats her husband with bubbles all and every morning. So to bring her in, I'm going to go and get her, as we say in English, fetch her. And I'm going to bring a glass of bubbles for her. And I'm going to do it in a very special way. Dear friends, this is so exciting to be one knee down and to propose to Claire to be on our show. Jean-Charles. Oh! <laughs> I adore you. An exciting Thank you. moment. Thank you very much. Voila, Your My Highness. Goodness. This well, is like receiving, lovely. dear friends, the Queen of England of wine. This is. is a true honor, Claire. Oh, no, it's my treat, my honor. So I have a very important question to you to get started. As I look at you in the eye, far cheer, because I understand it's signs of good luck. Yes, indeed. And good fortune. Indeed. Why have you resisted so long to be on the show? <laughs> I've been begging her since day one! I am so pleased to be here. I can't tell you it's been a long time, although I feel like I've seen you every day because I have become one of your biggest stalkers, I think. Thank on, you. Um, we love it! You, you know, one of the reasons I resisted was because you've had such extraordinary people, honestly, and it's been a real gift that you've brought you. all of us a chance to listen to some of these, um, some of my heroes and heroines of the, of the wine world and beyond. And honestly, it's been, it's been a real light in what's been a, a fairly difficult year for, I know, for everybody. So, um, so thank you. Well, and, and many friends are so thank you. thank you to you for being part of the chat, part of the comments, part of the wine world as well. Dear friends, as I said, a very unique moment today. I'm having shivers. I'm having goosebumps. I'm probably looking like a little chicken, chicken, chicken. <laughs> because we've been friends for so many years and I've had the opportunity to follow the amazing career of Claire. So how does it get to be such a powerful woman in the wine world? Oh my goodness. Um, powerful. Now there's a word. Because um, there's a lot of power in your palate, a lot of power in your talent, a lot of power in your personality, a lot of power in what you do for so many people in the United States and around the world. Well, um, you know, I'm not sure I've ever thought of that like that, but I know it's a privilege. That much I do know. Um, and I've been doing it a very long time, John Charles. So I've, I started 
a long time ago in the wine trade and I've been fortunate to kind of keep going and keep going and, um, and, and be where I am now um, with hopefully a lot more still to do and a, and, and a long way to go. So I'm we not were sure just, about that. We were just born. Well, <laughs> I'm going I'm to be more specific than in my okay. question. You started with John Armit's wine. I did. Yes. In yes. the UK. So yes. give our friends, many who are watching are from the UK, and of course, explain this amazing evolution of how you've taken your life in the wine world, which is so commanding and so inspirational for so many. They would want to do the same. Mm. And they should. You know, if, if you have any, any opportunity to get into the wine trade, do it. It's, it's an extraordinary business, as you well know. Um, but it's... I fell into it. I was very, very lucky. Looking back, um, I walked into a, uh, a sort of haven of hospitality in London. It was in Notting Hill. This is in the 90s. So this is the, this is the era of Hugh Grant. And, yes. And, and, and Notting Hill was happening. And John and Susie DePaulis and Amanda Skinner were, um, uh, were running their John's uh, merchant business that was humming with, with um, uh, glorious people who were very interested in wine, yes. obviously. Um, but John was also the co-owner and founder of the Groucho Club in Soho. So all, our, all the dinners and the events were held um, at, at the Groucho Club. And there was, again, this sort of air of magic about it. And I, I was just very fortunate that they needed a they needed a French speaker who could type. That, that was how I got the job. Um, <laughs> I doubt that was yeah, the yeah, no, only well, requirement. That was, that was about it. But then they were so, um, they were just really generous yeah. with me in that they, they welcomed me into this world. Um, John had impeccable taste in wine. He had on his, uh, in his portfolio um, some of the some of the icons of of, yes. of of the world. So I met Anne-Claude Lefleur and, and, and Patrick Bees and the Marquis d'Angeville and, and, and Christian Moex, of course, at the time um, uh, with um, in Bordeaux only, actually, and then um, Paul Pontellier, Chateau Margaux, and all these people who, yes. of course, I look back now and realise that um, I was starstruck, but I had no idea how impressionable and how impressive um, that 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 experience um, would, would be. And I think I was just seduced by it. I was very young and I loved it. I just loved the whole um, social aspect of wine. And sure. then it was little by little as I then, I then became a wine buyer and that was when the hard work started. <laughs> and, and what seduced <laughs> you into that whole period that you said, this is what I want to do? Because you were a young little girl I was. Time, I, was, I, was very, really. I was very young and... Um, you just like, graduated I, I, from... from I, from school, I had, and I'd been, and I'd been a real student. I was very studious. I was, um, I was at Cambridge. I took it very seriously. I loved my studies, and I, um, I met my husband in the library. I, you know, that's where I was, and so I left that and 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 sort of launched into this very glamorous yes. world, what I considered to be very glamorous at the time um, of wine. And I think it wasn't until it started getting harder and more difficult and I took my responsibilities as a buyer more and more seriously that I began to think that I could perhaps combine the studious with with the pleasure and, right. that, and that wine was so much more um, if I wanted it to be if I was prepared to put the 
put the hours in. At Cambridge, you were studying something quite different than wine. Literature. That's right. Yeah, I know but French and Spanish. <laughs> which you master very well, both. Now, were you part of the Cambridge Wine Society no. or no. anything of that? No, not at all. I, um, wasn't my wasn't my thing. I didn't. I don't think I knew really very much about it. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't a drinker. I was a party goer, but in sort of mild terms. And um, well, as an English girl, <laughs> mine means maybe extreme as an American girl or Japanese girl, right? Maybe it's all relative. Um, but. Um, no, I went from that to to this trade, which mm -hmm. I now, which I've loved for 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 years now, really for years, and yes. it keeps giving. It's a, it's an industry that is full of um, full of possibility at, mm -hmm. in in all sorts of aspects. It's not just production or winemaking. It's yes. not just the creation of labels and designs. It's not just technology. It's all of those things, and it's farming and um, you know watching the climate and, and I mean it, it, it's a, it's fascinating and I think that was something that um, I only really began to fully appreciate when actually probably when I started the MW studies and that was you know that was after years of, that was in 2012 of, uh, yes indeed indeed but we'll go <laughs> quite, back to the masters of wine time. in a moment mm. so what how did your husband seduce you oh <laughs> Because um, to be in the I'm library is a strategic I, place. I'm not telling you, but it was. He Do was you know, as a student, I would spend a lot more time in the library just to visit. Oh well, and well, well there to you identify are. the good-looking well, ladies that I wanted to date than, I'd than love the classes. To think that's what Dan was doing. No, um, we met. We were very young, and um, and it was uh, we went to London together after we graduated, and um, love at first sight. Yes, and and Ooh. then and then and then a few you know a few dips along the way, which is all to the good, you know, the path of true love. And they have beautiful children. How many boys? Thank you. Two, two boys. And very yeah. athletic. One of them is an amazing tennis player. <laughs> so I look forward to playing with him very soon yes, again. Yes, thank you. Well, um, they're my lights. They're the apples of my eye, for, for sure. So how does it feel to be surrounded by three men? At home. Aren't, aren't, aren't I lucky? <laughs> well, and in the wine world at the time you started, it was a very male-dominated yes. world. Yes. Specifically in the UK um, and yes. France. It, it was, although bear in mind, as I say, that I happened to, to start in a company that was actually very, um, very empowering and, yes. and female-run in many ways. So that, that probably, for me, meant that... At, from the get-go, I didn't question it too much. I've, I've had experiences since then. I've travelled to many places and many regions and many countries where that um, inequality, if you want, is, if it, certainly a, a more dominant male presence right. is, is, is still to this day um, very visible. But um, probably I started out somewhere that that wasn't, that wasn't a, 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 an issue as mm -hmm. such. And, and John certainly... Um, treated us all very much as equals and 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 and, and subsequently um, where I've worked as well I've been I've been fortunate that way yeah. I know it's not the case and you've made way, you, such an amazing path and example as a lady now I'm just reflecting if I was in the library on the opposite side I would have a bottle of JCB 69 <laughs> in my bag and I would come discreetly to the side mm -hmm. of Claire and I would pop the cork and say would you want to have a glass of wine with me 
And she wouldn't have the choice because the bottle would be open. Be open. <laughs> and you never turn down a glass of bubbles, let's face it. Ooh, well, one, of, one of life's rules, for sure. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, if it happens to you, just be open-minded. That's what you were in your life. Yes. So give us your Masters of Wine description. Oh. And granted, dear friend, JCB69 is a Burgundy. It's a Pinot Noir, which is one of the few loves as well. Of yes, it Claire. is. Yes, Pinot Noir is definitely a love, but it's a fickle love, isn't it, Pinot Noir? You know, you, you, um, some of, the, some of the, the most beautiful wines I've ever had the pleasure of drinking have been Pinot Noir, and mm -hmm. also some of the most reticent and, and least you know, least expressive yes. and least what least generous in some ways because they're hiding. So um, it's a it's a fickle love. But um, but I have to say this is delicious. <laughs> Do you, did you. you want something a little bit more well, ma masterful and learned? No, well, no, I, I want I want Claire to speak. I want your heart, your emotion, your charm, your sense of seduction to tell me why <laughs> this would be a wine we should have on a date. Because we are on a date. Dan is watching. Right. But luckily he cannot be right. as close as you and I. It's um She has a lovely perfume, Dan on. Mm, very seductive. <laughs> and luckily she'll be with me, me for you, a few hours. You promised me you wouldn't make me blush. So um this is <laughs> That's the, why I gave the, you there blush. There we go, exactly. Yeah, no, thank you. It's it, it you know, this is really is a lovely wine. Thank um you. because it's so fresh. And and bubbles should be, mm -hmm. you know, especially pink bubbles. But I think with 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 rosé, sparkling champagnes, um, you know, all all bubble um, content should um, with, with a with a rosé, you should have that hit of fruit immediately because that's what the bubbles are doing. You know, they're bringing up the aromas yes. and the flavors with every you know with every movement, and 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 that's what should hit you first, and that's what does hit you first with this wine, mm. both on the nose and and on the and palate. On the um, and that's what makes it such a, it's a really joyful wine, isn't it? Thank you. Yes. Claire, you're a huge inspiration, not only to men, I'm one of them, and I know many who adore you and who are so excited of your enormous success in wine, but as well to women. So I'd love for you to sh reassure ladies in general about the incredible senses, because do you actually believe, I've tasted wine with you for 25 years. Yes, you have. It's been an amazing journey, a friendship on both sides of the world, three sides of the world, from the UK to France, to yeah. France, to the US. You have an insane talent for wine. You have a true predestination for wine, but tell us why women in general are very good in wine tastings. Oh. So um, that's a tricky question. Yes. Um, and I do think women are, um, are very good tasters. I think men are very good tasters too. I think that when uh, when women uh, really dedicate themselves to it, when they really focus on it, um, I think that they perhaps um, bring out, uh, it brings out in them something that is um, uh, inherently uh, to do with their, to do with their desire to care, to yep. their desire to, 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 to look at detail. Um, I'm not sure though that that is particularly female-oriented, I just think that it is something that a lot of women do well when they focus, when you have an opportunity to focus. And, and, and um, we're all tight, we're all sort of torn in, in lots of different directions, yes. I think. And it's something that I've definitely felt um, over the years, that I've been fortunate to, uh, to work and to have a, a, a job and a, and, a, and, a, and a career, if you like, in, in the wine industry, and at the same time have my children 
have my my marriage, have our opportunity to travel um, and, and be in different countries. And I think that um, that focus is something. If you're if you're given time to yes. focus, then I think uh, women do that very very well. But it, for sure, but, but they. They're not always given the time. But how did you succeed, in fact, on that note? I know your children, I know your husband, mm -hmm. who I really love. And how did you actually succeed to manage such a balanced life with such success? Um, What's with, your key? With his help. Uh, there's no question. I, I, I had his support. I've always had the children's love. Yes. Um, I've had um, uh, him, you know, getting my back when I, when I was delayed on a flight or you know he would be there to pick up the children i've been very fortunate i've yes. had i've had a lot of support from the family and not just family not just my immediate family but also my extended family my father's always cheered me on and uh, you know served my brothers and um you know having that support network is is essential sure it really is you can't you can't do anything entirely on your own you, you need you need support you need to know when to ask for it I think. Well, and I believe yeah. that's one of the most yeah. critical as well, yeah. is sometimes not just to feel. Yeah. No. You're alone yeah. and you ask yeah. for it and it comes. And it comes. It yes. comes. You, but you have, you have to ask sometimes. And, and I know you're not at all a, a feminist in that sense, so I don't want us to necessarily go in that tangent, but as a woman, you've been an amazing leader. And I love that into the success of this enormous company you work with today mm. and you lead. Mm. So what are, in addition to this, some of, the, some of the advice you may want to give to a lot of the ladies? Because today we have hundreds of ladies with us and we're going to yeah. have thousands watching us mm. and always looking for... So, so I, would, I would pick up on something that I was told by a brilliant woman in the wine industry, someone you've... you've had a conversation with this year, Deborah Myberg in yes, Hong Kong, who for, sure. who, is, who for me has always been very much a, a mentor from afar. Um, she said to me once, she said, Claire, but be tenacious. Yes. Um, and, it was, and it was something my mother probably had said to me when I was younger. You know, I, had, I was brought up with two brothers who I adore and who teased me mercilessly. And my mother used to say, just just stand up for yourself, Claire, and, you know, give it right back, um, you know, and, and yes. be tenacious. If this is something that you, if you as a woman in the wine trade feel that you want to get to a certain place, be a buyer, for example, which I highly recommend, or, or, or a sales, uh, saleswoman out there, that's tough, but it's incredibly rewarding, then you have to go for it. You have to work really hard for it. And you just keep going mm -hmm. and, and ask for help, ask for the mentorship, and because there is plenty out there. And I think the wine industry yes. genuinely is full of people who are extraordinarily generous with their time, with their wisdom. Sure. Um, you've been talking to these people this year. You yes. know, I've learned so much from the people you've you've spoken Thank to you. this year because and their message has been loud and clear. I'm here. I, I would love to share uh, whatever I've learned, whatever yes. of, if it's of any use to anyone, then um, and I think I think the industry is full of And do you have women. mentors yourself? Um, I did for um, uh, I did sort of specifically for some of my studies. Um, I have done throughout the last few years. People have um, it, it have sort of appeared yeah. in my life, um, for sure. and um, and I've been fortunate enough to um, 
be able to ask the questions I've needed to ask. Um, I, ra I rang you about of California. Course. Well, um, and to when that, that, when that opportunity we, we came should up. toast to that because, well, maybe with a oh, Chardonnay oh, now, okay. well, I served you another bubble. surprise. Well, we could do both. <laughs> what about both hands? Claire always finishes the glasses now. When it's good. Cheers, cheers, cheers. I'll double fist. <laughs> Ooh, Do you have as well yourself, uh, uh, are you the mentor of, of a variety of people? I, 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 I like to think, I'd like to think that people who know me and people who work with me or have worked with me, I'd like to think that they know that I will always answer yes. um, and that, that I am and that I'm there only because um, people, have always, people have always been there for me. So, um, and to your point about leadership, I think, I think the great leaders are... Um, are, are those who listen, you know? Mm -hmm. They're not the ones necessarily who do the oration and, you know, who stand there on the platform. They're the ones who are the, the first to listen and, and, and perhaps step into other people's shoes and, and, and work out what it is that is really motivating them or will motivate them. Um, but whether I'm there or not yet is another matter, and, and I hope I've got plenty, I think of, you are. plenty of time. <laughs> well, on that note, who on. makes you who you are today? What makes you who you are today? I've uh, always wanted to ask Claire this question, but gosh, um, I never did. So yeah. now is the time. Yeah, lots of, lots of things. People who are, um, people, especially this last year that has been, you know, so so, so complicated mm -hmm. on many levels. And 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 whereas I would, I've spent the last twenty five years of my life on a plane, you know, traveling yes. for, for 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 my work and. Um, I've not been on a plane for over a year, and I, I can't remember the last time that happened. So um, I used to be able to plug in and get energy and become, I hope, a better person, or certainly a, 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 have, have you know wider eyes um, from the people I met. Mm -hmm. So for not having had that this year, or not having the physical, yes. um, has been uh, has been demanding in a different way, and has meant that I've had to look perhaps elsewhere yes. uh, for, for that inspiration. Um, and I think that, going back to my earlier point about the wine industry, I just think that you really don't have to go very far to find a really interesting person, you yeah. know, who may have come from a very different background and, have, and has, you know, sort of come to wine or have maybe, may have been born into it and, and is now make, making their own way, um, full of stories. Mm -hmm. There's always a story and there's yes. always an inspiration. And you are full of phenomenal stories. I mean, you've had a very international life from being born in Spain to the UK to living in France full time, oh. speaking impeccable French. Thanks to French. my parents, yes. Absolutely. Well, and let's yeah. go there. Yeah. And now, obviously, daring mm. to move yourself and your whole family to the US <laughs> it and wasn't to run a, this enormous a, business. It hasn't been a hardship, Mike. For my boys are so happy in California. They were very happy in France. We were very... Yes. I, I was... I loved, I still do, I, I think probably that's where my heart will always be, but um, it, it was my, thanks to my parents, who my father worked um, for the British Council, which meant that he was, he was moved around every four mm -hmm. or five years, so that was why, born in Spain, and then we moved to France, and then we lived in Mexico, and Poland, and Belgium, and, and I went to boarding school. <laughs> in the UK for seven long years. Um, Would you but, recommend um, anyone uh, going to boarding school? <laughs> I think it's changed. I'd like to think that it's, that it's changed. <laughs> Only um, girls' schools? But, uh, I was at an all-girls school. 
in, in yeah, the UK. Which explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> explains what? <laughs> explains a lot. Tell us more. No, I am. Um, Maybe something but, we should know. But, <laughs> um, but I think that desire to the, more more the, the realization that home is wherever wherever you and your loved ones are, I love wherever that. you make it, and yes. um, and so uh, you should never be frightened of moving abroad and mm -hmm. trying something and, and, and experiencing that. I, it's a real privilege in life to, to have that. Um, and I wanted very much for my children to feel the same way as I did, or, or, or they won't necessarily feel the same way as I do, but I wanted them at least to experience what I'd experienced as a child, which was a bilingual background, a, a, a home within a home um, of, uh, you know, another country, but, but, a, but, a, but a beautiful language. French is such yes. a beautiful language. Um, and, and I hope that that, that was why we moved to, Bo mm -hmm. to, to, to Bordeaux at the time. It was, it was for that reason. Um, and then the move to California came as an opportunity. You know, again, I was fortunate. I was the right, so, right place at the right time. Well, and we're going to go back to, to this topic of what you're leading and what you're doing. What's your definition today of the American way of life? So, as I, an English lady yes, who is so, totally bilingual with French, who was, you know, traveling in all those countries, I know it's a big question. Yes, but I, I've lived, I've now lived in California for nearly seven years. Yes. And um, I would say that I am understanding California, whether I understand. United States of America, I think, is very different. This is such a vast country. It's it's a it's a uniquely beautiful physically. Um, it has an extraordinary history um, that is in the making, even now. Yes. And that from as a, from a European, from rather tired European eyes, um, that's very exciting yeah. to to witness and to be a to play a. It's small, exciting, right? It, it is exciting. Yeah. There's a, there's a there's a frisson here which is. Um, uh, is, is I find harder to hold on to in Europe, perhaps. I like the word. There is a frisson. Ooh, <laughs> no. very good. Ooh, I have a frisson. <laughs> but I do. I think there's a, there's a, there's a yeah. there's a buzz. You know, there's a buzz mm. here, um, and that's slightly cliche. I know everyone says that about America. Oh, you know, go to America, make your make your follow your dreams. Um, it's hard. I mean, I, I I don't think it's I don't think it's straightforward. I think it's complicated here. Yes. Um, the vastness of the country, the diversity, um, the, the issues of the day um, make it um, uh, make it challenging. Mm -hmm. um, but one should be up for a challenge. I mean, isn't that what life's well, about? And are you following your you know, dreams? Yes, yes, I am. I I, I am. I sometimes um, I sometimes like to wake up from them because sometimes they can be um, quite quite demanding you know and I'm, yes. not, I'm not sure and I'm not sure where where it's going to where do you it's going have, to go do you have wild dreams <laughs> I mean they don't have to be no, physical sort of it's not what I meant um, <laughs> of course uh, but you know wild <laughs> dreams that goes beyond family and love and work I, wild dreams that could be yes you know one of mine as you know is to go to the moon or to go to mars which yes, i will I, do I, I will wave to you i don't want to go to the moon. <laughs> yes i will wave back <laughs> just put a little flag on there yes me, will you? of course um no i don't think i don't think i have quite such wild expectations but i do i'm a very hopeful yes. person i'm a very um 
I believe in I believe in there being good things, and I believe in uh, the glass being half full, never half empty. Great. And I think that um, even when it even when the going gets really tough, and it does, um, that there you if you're if you're still going through it, then you're going to get to a, another place, and it's going to be—it's all going to be better, or at least it's going to be fine. And I think that you should always follow, follow that—that that difficult. If, if there's if there's something that's worth achieving, yeah. it's going to be difficult, but it's but it's so much better when you when it happens. So what happened, dear friends? And I asked this question for the obvious reason. In 2012, Claire had a dream, and we were together, and she said. I'm going to pursue the master of wine. Yes, I know. And I said, are you out of your freaking mind? <laughs> because she had already an 80-hour job, yeah. as she calls it, which was uh, very stressing and very intense on a very fast-moving company, mm -hmm. which is called Direct Wines. And we'll have her tell us a little more because there's a new name to it, too. And it started as such when we mm -hmm. first met. And um, she just passed. So oh. we need a toast oh, with our thank you 33 Chardonnay. Thank you. And why 33? Because this is the age of Christ when he went up. And he became that very spiritual force. He was 33 years old. I didn't know you'd, you'd named it for that. I mean, you'd, you'd well, in one way, too, because okay. I, you know why? I think for me, this is the best Chardonnay I could ever help to make in the Russian River. It's, it's lovely. Oh, Russian River Chardonnay. 75 cases what made. Joy. And I thought, I'm 33. Mm -hmm. Not yep. when I made this wine, but that would be the age yep. Yep. of the ultimate accomplishment. So the age, so so in, with children, it's the it's seven, isn't it? Age de la sagesse, is that well, right? Uh, the mm -hmm. wisdom age, and then so maybe as an adult, I can I can see thirty three being quite a. You know, thirty three is quite a thirty. I've always considered myself to be at least ten years younger than I am. So that's sort of thirty three, thirty four, thirty five. That's your age. Sounds, sounds about sounds about right. <laughs> so was it that dream of yours yes. to do the master? Yes, it was. Tell us what you went through and congratulations because in a short. Seven, eight years you did it. So that's, that's phenomenal. It, it didn't feel quite so short at the time, but I'm sure. But um, uh, yes, so, so the Master of Wine is a bit of a funny one. It's a, it's a, I would recommend it. Yes. Obviously, it's very important that we have more Masters of Wine in the world. It's very important yes. for the wine industry. It's very important for the industry that I love that we have um, people who, who, who want the sort of educational side, the, the instructional side, the yes. learning, the the, the, the the sort of partaking of wisdom um, that's shared, that, that goes on through these programs. But um, I think the MW for me was a bit of a wake-up call um, because I had, I felt possibly that I was moving away from what I really loved, which was the wine and, yes. the, and the product and what was in the glass and why it was in the glass. I had moved slightly away from that and I was buried in spreadsheets and buried in management and buried in, in, in um, people management and things that I enjoyed but, but, was, but that were taking me away. And I thought maybe the MW would bring me back to that. And oh boy, did it bring me back. And, <laughs> um, and then, of course, it was a question of once I'd started... Um, I wasn't going to give up, you know, not until they kicked me out, you know, so... Um, and so, they never kick you out, well, they, they never kick you in. <laughs> they never keep you. They, they gave you the going. degree. Well, you uh, earned it so, so uh, Well, I failed along the way plenty, well, plenty of times. And, and that in itself was probably um, a salutary lesson and, and a good one, a good one actually for my children to see that you 
you brush yourself off, you cry, you yes. get over it, and you move on, and you do it again, and you, you do it slightly differently the next yeah. time. You know? And you do it again, so, and you win the second time, Yes, which great. Yes, yes, or, or the third or G fourth. Give but, us a sense of your thesis, because I love the topic of oh. thesis. <laughs> yeah, so, so I had always thought that the best thing about the MW would be the research paper. So that's that's the that's the third the third hurdle. You do your Only theory. when you pass the so first. So you, you pass the theory, uh, which is everything from you know from soil to uh, to shelf um, and and everything in between. And then there's the practical, which is obviously the tasting piece. And then there's a research paper, and you you can choose. You choose your title, and then it's a has to be original research. And um, I had obviously been living here for a number of years by then. And the one thing that I think is very interesting about California and the West Coast, Oregon and Washington as well, is the cannabis industry. Uh -huh. um, so I thought, how why do you say that? Cannabis. Oh, good. Why? Well, how Beautiful you, English why, accent. How do you say it? And what's the plant that creates the cannabis? Weed. Oh, here we are. <laughs> Pot, marijuana. Oh, good. Uh, so, now I get so, it. So now you get it. So, um, and I thought, why not do something, learn about something else? That's it. Um, and see what connections or not it has with with wine. And so my focus was actually on um, on its effect or potential effect on viticulture. Mm. So I looked at I looked at the land. Yes. And I looked specifically actually at Sonoma County and I used um, the prohibition in Napa, uh, the, the sort of ongoing rush in, in, in Oregon and Santa Barbara um, as, and Mendocino for that matter, as, as foils, if you like, to, to explore um, what was happening in Sonoma. Is it going to become a book? Oh, I don't know. But, I but, feel but now, it may. But now, but now you've asked me... And you asked me about what my dreams were. I really want to write a book. Well, I just haven't decided quite what it's going to be about. That's such a great, uh, phenomenal topic that is so in need of information today. Yes. Because people are really yes. you know, excited a, about this. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, um, it's a big one. I think it's a big one. And, I, and it's very interesting. Yeah. I, I, found my, I found the research to be um, more interesting even than I thought it would be. Um, uh, it took me slightly longer than I thought it was going to as well. Um, I was very pleased to, to finish the paper. Um, there's a lot more yes. to be discussed and, and, and looked at. I'm not sure whether that would be my book or whether, whether I'd want to talk about the kind of the, the, the countries where wine is sold and bought and the places I've visited that are um, not just the wine regions in the world, but where people actually, the, the, the places where people are not faced with these beautiful vineyards, but yes. are still in love with wine. That's right. And still want to drink and, and learn. And, and I, I wondered whether there was some sort of adventure story about So do you think Napa Sonoma ought to embrace marijuana oh. and maybe marijuana growing? <laughs> so you're going to get me into real trouble, aren't you now? <laughs> yeah, thanks. Well, you, I know as an English Cambridge graduate, you will always answer both ways I will. as most of the parliamentary systems so, exactly so my answer would be well it depends doesn't it depends who you, <laughs> depends who you are depends what your interests are um, uh, I, just I, boris johnson will be replaced eventually <laughs> by claire tooley i wouldn't want his job you wouldn't no, you wouldn't you couldn't pay me to be a prime minister or a president for that matter yeah. um awful job for anybody uh, no i think that Cannabis is here to stay. Mm -hmm. I think that um, with the legalization here in California, um, it's it's something that my children um, already, you know, will grow up 
um, where in a world where it's not illegal. Yes. And that is a, that's huge. Um, so their perception and the way they will be marketed to um, uh, means that um, we should all be perhaps conscious of, 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 of how, um, how it progresses. Um, I think that there's money to be made, and I think where any, anything where there is money to be made, um, then someone will try and make it. So, When was your last time you tried it? Uh, or your first time, sorry? Uh, At Cambridge? I, so Cambridge was so came so I'm old so obviously at Cambridge it was illegal so of course I didn't. Um, uh, <laughs> did you see your eyes? I just wanted your children to hear that because at their age it's important to know that their mother is it's, not. It's important to know just about that divine personality. No, me, She's done a few They know things. me very. They know me very well. Um, no, I think though that as I say, living in California, uh, I. Um, uh, Cannabis marijuana is here, and ha but has been, yeah, and, this, and, the, sure. and, and, that, and that's the, that was part of my, that was part of the point of my research was that this is there is nothing new, yes. and there is nothing new about cannabis marijuana plants being planted even alongside vineyards, even in between vineyard rows. You know, this is that's this right. is this is all part of. Do the you West think Coast we should culture. believe in that and bring I think it between the rows? My research would suggest, and I will send you a copy. No, I won't. Chomp, chomp, I've been begging it. for it <laughs> no. for months and no, months, no, no. and this no. moment on the JCB Live no. may be, thank God, but I think that... Um, the catalyst for me to receive it. Part of what I... Part of my recommendation at the end of my project was that we needed more research. We, as a wine of industry, course. needed to get hold of this and look at it and work out what the benefits and pros and cons sure. um, would be, um, work in harmony. I'm, so you I'm think a it's harmonious still... person. So, so, you know, work in collaboration, um, much more important to, to, to look at yes. that than to try and... So it's still too early, it. eventually, to make big decisions. I, I think it's here, Jean-Charles. I, yes. I think it's, and, and certainly as you move down the coast and up the coast, for that matter, from here, um, Does you're, it go you're, well with you're into it. Um, so, so as a purist, and I am first and foremost a wine yes. person, um, uh, as a purist, I think they are two very different yes. um, natural products. So the mixing thing, for me, doesn't fit very comfortably I see. Um, uh, but I do know that there is a big movement towards um, cooking uh, cooking with uh, marijuana yes. just just food pairings um, and and food and within food um, just as we do with wine and the other thing that's fascinating is that um, of course is this appellation system so the yes. idea of you know the best of the best cannabis coming from California just as the best wines come from so it's there are so many there are so many um, mirror images mm -hmm. um, that I think it would be in the best interests of the industry just to to just to bear it in mind and to keep to keep abreast of it. Well, I would say I cannot wait. And I can't believe the, you've asked me about when that. the book is going to be published, dear friends. Would you accept to do a book cheers, signing cheers. at the JCB Wine Bar How in lovely. Yonville? How lovely! We'll do it, and we'll put. You know, cannabis leaves instead of feathers, or we'll have feathers with cannabis leaves. <laughs> I think I think what you do with wine is just perfect, and I, I um, I will always be a wine 
person for sure. Yes. Yeah, that, that's no, but sure. it's a it's a very powerful subject yeah. that you brought yeah. light to because I'm sure a lot of the masters of wine reading your beautiful research in the UK or in France are typically very remote to yes. this topic. Oh, abs oh We're absolutely. Not as advanced no, in Europe. No, and, and um, I, think, I think that was part of the reason I wanted to learn more about it was because it just wasn't something that had crossed my radar in all the years that I'd lived in France and the years that I'd lived in the UK. Um, it just wasn't something that I knew about on, on, at, that, at that level. And yet the more I, the more I looked at it, the more I, I appreciated that... Um, you know, they want, they need the same soil types. They need the same climate. They, well, they thrive in the same climate. They like altitude, just as you know, just as we do with our vineyards. We, the, the, our hat, the, it, there's so much. There's so much inter, um, intermixing into, it, as I say, mirror images. That I thought it would be worth, it would be worth doing the research. And I have no regrets, even if, as I say, even though it took me quite a long time. So the um, book will soon be out. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to... I, I say I'd love to write a book, I, but I'm not, I've, I haven't decided what I'm going to write about. I think this topic <laughs> would be a big seller. Maybe. On, on that, could you describe yes. this wine as a master of wine? Now? Okay. So Gosh, go no and show the world. Let's say you are doing your exam mm. and Claire tastes 80 to 100 wines mm. a day. And we're going to go after this to how she lives her day because wow. it's an exciting day so um so the master of wine teaches you that you know nothing <laughs> and that you need to step back from a glass and look at it take it apart critically um to 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 fully understand it and so that that so every element it's okay. really important to give every element and the problem is that we don't want to dis, we don't want to diminish the pleasure and this wine is so pleasurable because it's Thank drinking you. so beautifully now isn't it it's 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 quite youthful still it's got all that lovely um vanilla pod um uh chardonnay even some mango and, and apricot fruit going on on the palate, but Ooh. but but if you step I like back, mango step, apricot. If you step back from it, okay, we are um, stepping we're, back. We're stepping back. We're looking at it. We're looking at the colour, um, and we're and we're um, we're appreciating its components. Mm -hmm. So um, so one of the first things, obviously, that hits your palate is the acidity. This is what you feel first. Mm -hmm. So once you've once you've nosed it and you've got these lovely aromatics and you're thinking, gosh, how is it possible to cram so many different aromatics into one little glass? Although this is a beautiful, big glass. Um, how is that possible? So you've gone through that sort of slightly baffling mind um, fog of, of aromas and then you put it in, in your mouth and it's the acidity. Oh, I like. That... Frisson, fog of aroma. <laughs> Those are new terms I'm so, going to use, dear so, friends. So it's then it's the acidity. And, and what's so beautiful about a really high quality Californian Chardonnay is that you have this perfect symmetry between ripeness that you're obviously getting from the glorious sunshine. Yes. The fruit is ripe and slightly exotic, but you also achieve this beautiful line of acidity because of the fog coming in in the morning, because of the diurnal contrasts of temperatures night and day, because of the, the altitude of the slopes. Russian River has this beautiful, cool, cool yes. stretch to it it's, it has the coastal pacific um influence and so that acidity and that and that wine gets you doesn't it it grips you straight mm. away in the mouth you're going to go oh that's that's lovely i'm and having then, a frisson looking at your eyes then, and the, then it's, it's then the capturing. flavors come and yes. that, i probably wasn't a master of wine description at all i would this have failed. Was a beautiful um, description but it's a really lovely wine and it's worth taking a nanosecond longer 
on yes. a really beautiful wine to give it to give it a little bit more credit and allow yourself to enjoy it. Well, thank you, you know. so much. <laughs> Would you decant a white wine? Oh, you know, sometimes, um, because the colours can be so beautiful. That's it. You know, we miss that. Mm -hmm. um, so, so colour, um, I, I don't, I, if I'm honest with you, no, I would say I can't remember the last time I decanted a white wine, but I do, when I, whenever I pour a really beautiful colour, coloured white, um, you know, when it really sort of resonates and shines and sort of shimmers and you think, oh gosh, that would be beautiful in a big, in a big glass. Um, There's uh, wine we decant often for Claire. The Clos de Vougeau Blanc. Ah, yes. Well, there you go. And and that, there's a wine with acidity. There's a wine that needs to stretch. Yes. You know, it needs to stretch. It's sinewy. You know, it's like a like a ballerina. So it needs to kind of, it needs to stretch out. It needs a space in which to do that. And it's confined in a bottle until you release it. And then, then you know, you give it that oxygen and you give it that space. And, and, and it, oh my goodness, it, it just so delivers, yes. over delivers as a result. You know, all that nuance, you know, all that, all that special, what's special about wine is that it has a good wine, just has so many things going on mm -hmm. and, and picking, picking those out. Even if you just pick one thing out, like a sort of magpie and say that, that's what I love about that wine. That's it. Um, but then if you're lucky and privileged enough to spend a bit more time on it, it can be so rewarding. So spending time on your wine. Yes, I, I think so. I really do. Yes. I really do. It depends on the occasion. I yeah. mean, and let it in your glass you know, and take yeah. in another glass so you go yeah. back to it. Yes. I'm going to ask you to finish your glass, Claire, <laughs> if it's not too much asking, because I'm going to serve you secret okay. indulgence. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, there's quite a lot to finish, so I might just have a glass, have a sip. And I'm so excited to have Claire try something, because, dear friends, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put it on Claire's body. No, you're not. <laughs> Her husband is watching, right. so I know he doesn't mind. Where does he I've go? I've asked him the authorization. <laughs> so secret indulgence where, where does is, that go? is very cool. It could go at your <laughs> ankle. my ankle. Okay. But I'm going to suggest maybe, maybe your... Exactly. Wrist. Maybe my wrist. So dear friends, we've produced this wine that is so powerful, that is all about the idea of resurrection, of the secret indulgence of life. So as you enjoy the wine... You wear it oh, as well as a bracelet. Look at that. How lovely. Isn't it fun? Yes, that is really fun. So there we're going to do this. Up. You look snap it. And oh, then I that becomes it. a very trendy. That is very trendy. Look at our groovy. Look at me. Look at this me. is very Austin Powers, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's lovely. And you know, that's something you said that I, um, that I feel very strongly about with wine. There are two pillars to wine. There's science and there's soul. And if you can find something, if you can find that magic in between, or go one way or the other, but either way, you need both. Because um, yeah, wine is wine is made, you know, it's scientifically. We, have, it. we have technology, we have, we have um, uh, so much going into it that is woman and man made, you know, but, and, and the science behind wine is fascinating. The aromas, the nutrients, the soils, the, you know, the, the minerals, the so, so much that is science-based. And then you have the soul, and 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 having that soul part, the enjoyment, the the the, the seductive part of wine, the history, the people, the the, the culture. Um, if you can tap into that, you do that so well. well and, you and, and you describe it you, so well. You you need you need both. You need I think. both. Talking about having both, mm -hmm. let's have a little toast, Thank of you. course. The sound of crystal, mm -hmm. dear friends, passion mm -hmm. collection. This is your wine glass. Wow. 
If there was a time that was not the time you've lived in, Claire, mm -hmm. oh. when would that be? Something that's come before. So I can't go into the future. You can. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not sure about the future. Um, uh, but you're hopeful but, about the but future. But I'm very hopeful. So I probably would. I probably would go forward ah. rather, than, rather than back. I've always sort of fancied myself in a, in a big crinoline and a big sort of, you know, kind of Henry VIII type. But, I mean, he was awful mm -hmm. to women. So, we, so, so I probably wouldn't want to, wouldn't, probably wouldn't really want to go back there. Mm. Um, and then, of course, we have all the sort of beauty of Jane Austen and the, 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 the dramas and, that have been so beautifully brought to life in movies and films. But, again, I'm not sure women had a great, a great deal yes. there. So... Um, uh, another, maybe a completely different culture. I'd quite like to have sort of go to a completely different yes. culture and experience, uh, you know, a very different existence. Um, do I have to be a woman? To go no! Well, I'm, not sure be, I'm not sure I'd want to be a man you either. You could even but be I, a butterfly. I, I, oh, you, oh, a hummingbird. A hummingbird. Hummingbirds see colours that we don't. How, ama how amazing is that? That's right. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I will drink so. to that. <laughs> A hummingbird. <laughs> <laughs> My little hummingbird, Claire. So, Claire, let's go a little bit on the business side because yes. you're running a massive business. Um, I'd love to, to, for you to describe it as far as your typical day because you run the business, you have the spreadsheets, <laughs> and you have um, the wines, and you're really the orchestrator of it all. Well, so, well, I'm, I'm. Maybe I'm, you mentioned I'm, the name of the business I'm, and what you do. Well, so then, I, so I work for an in, for a wholesaler, um, uh, an, an imported, sorry, an imported distributor um, uh, called Lionstone, mm -hmm. and I work uh, on a wider scale with uh, national wine clubs here in the U.S. and I buy the wine yes. for those clubs, and those clubs include um, the Wall Street Journal Wine Club, uh, Lathwaite's. TCM, NPR, National Geographic, and that's these, a big deal. Are, I hope, dear friends, well, you, you know, you they're hear wonderful that because you're probably a member of many of those, and they're wonderful clubs. And, and I know I'm biased, obviously. Don't listen to me, um, but do try the wines because the the, the focus is on um, uh, a, a large eclectic yes. range of wines from all over the world. Interesting wines, wines that have really been made by real people. Um, and, and that we uh, are trying to um, bring the discoveries. As a buyer, my job is to go out and look for things and, and um, explore and see if there's something that I've, if I've missed, I need to go back and, and check and see whether there's something that um, we, could, we could share um, and, and bring to uh, a wider audience. And by that, I mean that, you know, it's never been a better time to be a wine lover. The, 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 and, and actually living here on the, on the West Coast, um, the variety yes. in front of us, the diversity we have in terms of great varieties, regions, um, uh, styles, um, and we should be exploring that and, and really celebrating it. So, so that's, the, that's the concept behind the clubs, is to celebrate that um, variety. Yes. Um, and not obviously not just domestic, but but, but all around the world. It. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And champion these. So, champion what's your regions. typical day? Because this I, is an enormous I, business, dear friends. An I taste, enormous job. I, I taste. I taste a lot of wine. So, so my typical 
My typical day in lockdown has been answering the doorbell to some wonderful uh, couriers, FedEx, UPS, um, who are very worried about me because they just keep bringing boxes of wine yes. and wine samples. And I say, no, it's my job. I'm doing this. They understand the addiction. <laughs> well, you only have an addiction. You might and as well say, embrace Claire? it. Oh, it's for you, Claire. Um, so that's been my typical lockdown. Obviously, normally, a, that's fairly atypical. Normally, I would be, literally, I would be in my car driving down the coast or, um, or on a plane yes. flying up to Oregon um, or Washington State, and I would be visiting and tasting and meeting people and um, listening. I know I do a lot of talking, but I would... You're a great listener. I would, <laughs> She's I an amazing listen. listener. <laughs> um, and I would listen to their stories, and I'd listen to why they've made the wine and why they love it and why, why I should love it, why we should love it. Yes. That's brilliant. Mm. <laughs> and what is, what is for you the observation and maybe the idea of the evolution of taste in general? Whether it's Europe yeah. or the US, That's where such you a have lovely question. an incredible influence in that because you obviously, as you select wine, you influence people's you opinion. Yes, yes, you do. But you, what I hope I do, what I, what I, what I would always try to do is um, not so much influence as encourage um, and say, you've not had this before, but don't be frightened of it. You know, this is what it looks like. This is what it reminds me of. This is what it, this is the flavor profile. Um, this is where it's from. And something else you might know a little better is also from there. Yes. How lovely to try something different. So, so I, I would like to think that a buyer's job is to encourage Yes. Um, rather than to tell people that this is what you should be For sure. having. Um, and that's what you do very well. Well, I, I, I just think that as someone who is also sold to on a, on a daily basis, I know, that I know how I react better when I'm shown options and I'm encouraged and I'm left alone in some ways yes. when I want to make the decision. But I, but I might... I might fall for something, you know, or, or, or be inspired by something that someone's told me that I hadn't thought about before. Mm -hmm. So, so I see, I see that as being very important with for wine. Sure. We, we soft we, suggestions. We, well, we are so privileged to, yes. to to work as closely as we do with with a product that is. Um, we should never deify wine, but you know, a product that can be so interesting and so multi-dimensional. Um, so the least we can do mm -hmm. is make it as accessible as possible and not close doors and not, not a club and not a, or, or not a closed club. You know, it should be, it should be generous. We should, always, sure. we should always aim to be generous, I think. And is there something in wine that you think hasn't been done that should be done today? Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, no, we, we think we can invent everything, don't we? It's like... You know, my children thinking they've invented sex. I mean, we don't, you know... We, well, it we, would be well, nice. <laughs> we, we, all we, we, I think we're constantly reinventing we, sex. Right, right, maybe. Well, we should, we should... I think our biggest challenge is to protect what we have. And, hmm. and, that, is, and that has to do with climate change. That has to do yes. with our water management. That has to do with our treatment of our people, um, you know, our communities. So, so... I think our biggest challenge right now in the wine industry is to is to look after our the legacy 
um, you know, and, and talking of legacy, one of the one of the one of the most beautiful conversations you had recently, or that I rewatched, was with um, the late Stephen Spurrier. Of course, and yes. and I was thinking about him, and I was thinking about how he was someone who loved yes. wine, loved what he did, and he brought such charm to so many of his projects. And he now, you know, he he leaves his his. Um, a vineyard in the UK. Very, very exciting to see the UK making such glorious, sparkling wine. Yes. Um, well but, deserved. But, yes, and but he, but that sort of idea of legacy, that idea of protecting what we've been given. Um, so, is there anything that we haven't done yet? Oh, there's lots we haven't done. There's lots we haven't done. Any advice um, you should give us? <laughs> Besides the, marijuana the, plantation between rows of vines in Sonoma? No, you're the one with the ideas, Jean-Charles. You will come up with something. <laughs> I don't need to, I, you don't need any help with that. Hey, how does it feel so, to have a bracelet it, it's, it's as lovely. a label? I really, yeah, I really like that, uh -huh. actually. Yeah, no, and it feels It looks good. very sexy Thank on you very it. much. Well, thank you. Can feels I keep like, it? Oh, of course, you, you it's all it, yours. Are you wanting it back? Never. <laughs> Whatever I give is yours forever. <laughs> There's the generosity. But Thank tell you. me, uh, I'd love for you to tell me about this wine. What is it? Uh, well, and Claire does not know anything about this wine. It's the first time she tries yes, it. Yes, I don't, I don't like playing this game. You know I don't like But she's a master game. of wine. She knows how to guess What I do know wine. is that it's um, really it African-Japanese <laughs> from the moon. <laughs> it's from the moon. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Wouldn't that be wonderful? Well, if I'm there's an opportunity, know, we'll be the I ones planting. Say, That's exactly. the thing. Mm. There's a crater known Nuit Saint-Georges in the moon. Is it really? Yep. From Who Jules Verne's idea all the way to the astronauts. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Gosh. And do you really want to go to the moon? Oh, I'm, it's been my dream since I'm four years old. Really? I was born, you know, in September of 69. Right. Right. In yes. A few months before yes, they I were on the moon. Yeah, and it had a big sort of, impact. Oh, yeah. I'm, it's a dream. Gosh. To go into a spaceship and... To, I'm not as excited see, about going to underwater. From, to see it from there. I think, yes. I think that vision from, 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 to see the Earth from the moon, I so think exciting. would be extraordinary. Yes. Yeah. And I, the I other planets, that. because I'm sure we could see yes, a lot more I than Earth. That. Yeah. yeah. I just wouldn't want to get there. But, I would, I would but it could be Mars. You know, I'm yeah. fascinated by the sun lately. I was watching yesterday a great, great, great uh, show. Mm -hmm. What if the sun was not there? Oh. And disappearing. So what would happen okay. to all our solar panels, to all the electricity, to the world in, in general? Right. But the sun, for me, which is mm. 20, you know, 109 yeah. times yeah. bigger than the uh, Earth, uh, extraordinary. is my biggest attraction. Yeah. Yes. But it's hard to get close. One really. of the nicest things, I think, ever to do is to lie on a beach in um, up the Mendocino coast. There's a beautiful, 